Podcast. Son, we live in a world that has walls, and those walls have to be guarded by men with guns. Who's gonna do it? You? I have a greater responsibility than you can possibly fathom. You have the luxury of not knowing what I know. You don't want the truth because deep down in places you don't talk about at parties. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. We use words like honor, code, loyalty. We use these words as the backbone of a life spent defending something. You use them as a punchline. I have neither the time nor the inclination to explain myself to a man who rises and sleeps under the blanket of the very freedom that I provide and then questions the manner in which I provide it. I would rather you just said thank you and went on your way. Seven minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. As always, we thank you for making us part of your day. It is the kickoff hour, and we do exactly what it's called. We kick things off with the boys. Bubba will be joining uh, us at top of the hour from his uh, his uh, bunker there at the old house, and so we'll check in with him uh, on Zoom. Uh, Rick will join us in studio. we got Stretch Armstrong. He is your intern today. He's screening you up as well as helping Adler switch, Adler's remote, as well as Greg and Helmsy will bring them in uh, here. We know the Willamette's going to spend today. Uh, now that's going to be interesting, but we do know uh, that uh, it is going to going to spend today. Pastor uh, Ted Trailer will be with us as well. Uh, got some exciting news related to him. He'll be with us in a little over two hours from now. If you're listening live, so we uh, have got everything ready. The table is set, and let's bring in the other two goodens, and that will complete the three. Uh, not over to my left or in front of me, but actually at home in their Zoom studios, it is Greg Burgess and Michael Helms. How are you guys doing? Y'all good? Good. Everybody good? Everybody good? Everybody's good. That's awesome. Uh, right here. You know, when you say Zoom studio, I feel like it needs to be a lot more professional than it looks with boxing gloves and my kid's name on the back of the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it looks it plus looks like it. Plus, I can see his his underwear stacked up over here, his yeah. deer head, his bed. Mm, I feel yeah. like it needs to be much more professional. There's an Auburn basketball poster, trophies everywhere. <laughs> yeah, you, I'm the same. I don't feel like I'm in a studio at all. No, and his no. closet his, his closet needs to be picked up, and it's driving me nuts. His door is open. Uh oh, yeah, break. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So now you can see that the entire time. Yesterday, what y'all, are y'all doing? Uh, Y'all but, fired up about the day? Uh, we, yeah. yeah, we are very fired up about the day, uh, ready to go. Uh, can't believe it's uh, it, at the end of the week. If you're listening live, it's already Friday. Hello. That happens quick. Uh, but um, it's been an interesting week, uh, to say the least. Uh, I know a lot going on as far as the, the, the staff goes. This is the first time we've ever done anything like this, so it's been somewhat challenging but exciting as well because it's something new. Uh, but we're all spread out just in case. Nobody's got it. Nobody's got COVID nineteen, but we're kind of going into quarantine mode to where if somebody did get it, we're all we've all been separated uh, to where the show can continue, and we're not all told to stay at home. Uh, so that's kind of the setup. That's why everybody's spread out, and uh, it's it's interesting here because there's a lot of news out today uh, that has to do with uh, COVID nineteen, of course, 
Uh, I did see because you guys love OJ Simpson. You say he's a great follower. Uh, follow on Twitter. Uh, did you see where he's weighed in on Tiger King? Please, tell uh, me. I have not, but I will be looking at that in the commercial break. Okay. First of all, Speedy, the statement you love OJ Simpson. Not That's really. a little much. We're intrigued by OJ Simpson because he acts like that that nobody should be offended by that he weighs in on stuff. I mean, he's completely clueless, which you know we know that. Right. Uh, well, well, y'all have talked a lot about Tiger King. Uh, Carol Baskin, who uh, um, Joe just couldn't stand and is in jail because of Carol, uh, OJ claims that he thinks she did kill her ex-husband. Uh, and okay, that's really something he doesn't need to weigh in on. No. Uh, he appears to suggest Tiger King star Carol Baskin murder her husband. Uh, okay, and, OJ, you don't need to accuse anybody. Hey, I'll say this. He'll know. Yeah. He, he should know sure. how this goes down. Yeah, exactly. He kind of he, he should know exactly how this plays out. But uh, he is right. he has weighed in, so therefore now it's a national story. Uh, and um, oh, yeah, he said that uh, he said there's no doubt in his mind uh, that. Uh, well, now, like you said, if let's say you were going to bring in an expert on a subject, you would go, well, we on murdering people and getting away with it. We have OJ Simpson. You know, that makes sense. <laughs> right. Would he be an expert witness? At, on how expert to, <laughs> bring in to talk about it. Yeah. 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 On how to pull it off and everything <laughs> uh, that, that I thought that was pretty entertaining. I have not followed him yet on, on Twitter, but I love when, we share with each other some of his comments. The latest one, him shopping with uh, latex gloves on in in the grocery store, letting everybody know what's going on. He, he really does. Greg hit this out of the park. He really does. It's almost like he's hit a reset button, and in his mind, nobody thinks that even any of this ever happened. Right. I mean, it, the way he approaches life right now. Yeah. And, and there's some good to that, too, I guess. But it's just funny to know that this guy was – murdered people got away with it and now just going out there and and he's like in his 70s now mm-hmm. yeah. that makes it even better to me that he's out in his 70s doing these videos and then he, he gets bad comments and it's like it, it never happened he's like he doesn't he doesn't he either mean- yeah mm-hmm. he either doesn't read the comments or really does not care right apparently it's obvious he doesn't care uh now if he reads them or not that's a that's a good question because he could just say hey i'm I'm, I'm just going to set notifications where I don't even see them. Uh, but uh, he's either ignoring them uh, or he's just doesn't see them. I, I'm like you guys. I, I don't know. But he is he has moved on with his life. Let me just tell you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And um, but he's uh, he's weighing in on old Tiger King uh, here. The Netflix uh, um, sensation Tiger King, which is out. Uh, he um, he did you know he uh, he has nine hundred and fifty one thousand followers on Twitter. Talking about OJ. Yeah, I don't doubt it. And I'm one of them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, you are. Um, so, uh, so, like, uh, so yesterday, uh, Helmsy, you know, when the show started, you mentioned your setup. You kind of, you kind of gave the staff a picture of what you look at because all, all we can see is, yeah. of course, where where the camera's pointed. Do you still have five lamps around the room and all that? No, I do have five lamps, and I, and I do want to thank. Do what? That picture was now in my mind. I see that around you now that I'm talking to you. Yeah. It's a lot better today. Uh, the lamps are still in here, and I do thank the audience. Some people sent us some uh, good reads on how to light a Zoom room and those type things. I hadn't had a chance to go through that, uh, but I will over the weekend. So the lamps are still here, but I do have a more comfortable setup. Mm-hmm. I've got a big desk in here and everything laid out so that I can easily get to. 
I'm not completely up against. I felt like I was trapped yesterday. Yeah. And I'm claustrophobic anyway. So now I got me a little swivel chair that's comfy mm-hmm. and I can move around and it doesn't look so ridiculous when I'm trying to get out of here. So right. anyway, I'm hey, happy now, about today. Now, Greg, do you mind if we if, if we kind of dive into your world and let everybody know what your schedule's been the last uh, few hours? Well, I went and fed the weekend show at the studio last night after everybody was gone. Mm-hmm. Wipe down, wipe down when I left. Yeah. I knew you were coming in. So I got done about 11, got home about 20, about 1230. That's a.m. Mm-hmm. And then the time you settle down, I probably got to bed about one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I haven't got as much sleep on this particular show as the others this week. Yeah. But, you know, this week I've been getting two extra hours a day. Right. Well, I lost a few on this one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're about even now. Um, I, and I knew I'd make you mad. I, I just made a suggestion. I knew you would probably go, whatever. Uh, when I said, Hey, if you want to get a little bit more sleep and, and join the main show, we can, we can handle the kickoff hour. Of course you got mad for my, by me suggesting that. Well, that's you that said that. I didn't, I, I, I saw it. See, I'm, I've quit the group text him i mean it's my, my phone's so confusing when he went over that yesterday mm-hmm. i can't tell who's talking about what yeah about. yeah it was uh the three of us the good time gang on our little group text i was i just suggested by the time you get home if you want to just get a little but, bit more sleep we can handle things and, and then you said i'm working so i, I just took that like shut up um yeah. I, I knew that might uh, insult you but i was just offering that up for <laughs> you yeah i thought i thought it might <laughs> Uh, all right, so uh, we'll uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. The boys are zooming from their house uh, in their studio uh, that looks so sharp, uh, and and uh, we'll take your phone calls. Eight six six We Be Big is the number you help produce this hour, uh, and we know the will of meat will spin today. So calm down. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. day without him, brother. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, there is no other Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Waking on that blubber. It is 21 minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the old Rick and Bubba show. As always, we do appreciate you uh, tuning in each and every day. We've got uh, the guys uh, on our Zoom meeting and uh, a lot of Zoom talk now. Uh, big time for old Zoom uh, here uh, during the COVID-19 outbreak uh, pandemic. And let's bring them back in. We've got Greg and Helmsy uh, from their studio. Also, Eddie Van Adler is Zoomed in. He is uh, switching from his house, which uh, I think is kind of cool, the, the setup that he's got. Uh, is uh, he's just hanging out at the house? He's still working, uh, and trying to be quiet, and not wake up his wife, who he says is sleeping for two, and expecting here uh, shortly. I-, I think I told my wife the right thing, Adler. If you don't mind me bringing you in, uh, I told her that Aaron was due right around Easter. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Yes, we're looking at looking at Easter, um, which is around the the peak of the the peak of the pandemic. So it's perfect timing. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> right. Isn't, that, isn't this exciting? Um, and I guess just from from your experience being with her every day, or does it seem like we're on that same path? Or, it, I mean, does it look like, hey, any day now it could happen? I mean, it's, uh, it's definitely an any day now kind of situation. But as far as all her doctor's checkups, it's everything's looking to normal for that timeline uh, right there around Easter. So we got about, 
I mean, guys, it's April. It's happening this yeah, month. It real, is. My friend. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it is real, real, all the way real. Uh, now, uh, you uh, went and started switching from, from the house a week prior to the staff doing that, uh, working from the house. So we've kind of quarantined you off. And uh, when does the 14-day mark hit? Uh, we come to see, what are we at at about uh, day set? Uh, what? Where are we at now? Day 10, 11, something like that, 12? Uh, we're getting yeah. close, aren't we? Well, I guess my last week or my last day was uh, Wednesday of oh. last week. I did okay. I did that Bible study Wednesday okay. of last week. So okay. whatever, whatever tw- fourteen days from that. Yeah, yeah, okay, good. So we're on we're on the right track here uh, as, as we're on about probably about day nine or so now. And so then uh, by the time for the, the first of next week starts, we'll be at that 14 mark. So we're doing good. I'm sure that makes the doctors happy and, and all the grandparents happy. Uh, but uh, good luck to you. I, I saw the path yesterday. I saw where you laid the brick down. You talked about it on the show. And then Helmsy, uh, he brought up the fact that they were laying sod in the back of the house. He showed us that, that picture yesterday. And Helmsy, I must say, it was pretty impressive. Uh, it looks good. Well, I'm, I'm impressed that it's completed. It's about time we completed a project around here. It seems like we're good at starting them, but we don't finish well. Mm-hmm. And uh, but we got that one. We got that one finished. It was uh, I had the girls out there helping, and uh, Amanda was getting after it. So it uh, that tiller, goodness gracious, guys, we were. Um, so Amanda's got a friend that had has this kind of equipment. And uh, her husband brought it by yesterday, mm. and th- I was expecting a small tiller. Mm-hmm. This thing was uh, it was a huge tiller, and it was like thirty years old. Okay, wow! But it still ran. Like I hope I run that well when I get into the age that this tiller is. Okay, <laughs> tiller years. This is at least sixty. Yeah, correct. <laughs> and it was. I'm gonna tell you something. It was. It jerked me around. I'm sore today. Oh no. Um, but I, I, we got the side laid. I'm excited. Uh, that's off the list. Off the list. Well, it looks yep. good. Uh, and I, for those of you that, that can't see or, or do not know, Helmsy had a little area in the backyard. And, and the way your house is on the, ba- on the backside of that hill, you don't have a ton of backyard. But it was a little area just below and to the right of the deck where you weren't sure, okay, what, what do I do with this area? Yeah. And uh, finally, uh, the decision was made, hey, let's just sod it. Uh, and let's yeah. make a little bit of a yard. But it looks like there's a little bit of a yard where you can do something out there. Well, I think, I, and I don't know if you can tell from the pictures I sent, but in between the deck and patio, and the grass area, we're probably Amanda's wanting to plant something there. And I, I told her, I said, we just need to do a nice little fire pit there would yeah. be the best thing to do. So we'll see. Uh, but it's I'm so thankful that's done. <laughs> it's it's past you and then and your back is thankful as well. It, it, it I is- was really honestly, I was <laughs> thinking that I would have to do that today or tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And so the when the side was delivered yesterday around noon. I don't know. I kind of got antsy, but I didn't want to bring everybody in because Amanda had worked all day. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what she was going to be like. And so she brought it up. She goes, hey, what's the chances that we knock this out tonight? And I'm like, I'm game. Let's do it. And so I was yeah. not expecting us to. Now I feel horrible today because yeah. of that. But right. That's fine. I got a couple days to recover now. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it. It does look good. That, that was that was a good call to go with Sod there. Yeah. Do you find yourself, Hamzy, going to the back of uh, deck and just kind of Looking down uh, at the side with a uh, you know a cup of coffee and just kind of looking at it and just going how kind of pump my chest a little bit yeah yeah, yeah make a little noise or something you know like hey yep. look at that yeah. Um, yeah so that's complete it, isn't it kind of interesting how all the home improvement uh, stores I guess they they're deemed essential 
uh, during this time uh, where they're just rocking. And they've. It, it's funny, too, how, how America will, will stay away from certain areas, but if you give us a grocery store or a home improvement store, nobody seems to care. They just go. You know, I asked the guy that delivered the side, I said, hey, what's y'all, are y'all busy? And he said, I have, he was a young guy that kind of has this, um, it was really neat because, you know, what, it's hard to get like one pallet of side. Mm-hmm. They do a two minimum, three minimum. So this guy's kind of got him a little niche market. He's a young guy. And uh, he said that he has gotten so busy during this time that he dropped his uh, online classes at Georgia Tech. So. Yeah. Working out. He said he slammed. Yeah, he said, I, I don't think my parents are too happy about it, but he said, I, I am so busy during this time. I can always go back and take online classes, but he said, I'm, I am killing it right now. Are you serious? So he, yeah. he just said, I'm putting all that on hold. Now, does yep. he, did he work with, a, a, I guess, a business, or was he off on his own? He's off on his own, and he, he contracts out these small side deals with um, the businesses, and it's pretty cool. Wow. Way he did it. And it was, and it's very, I don't know how Amanda found the guy. Uh, I think it was probably a Facebook trading or something like that. Of course. But, wow. Anyway. But, but she found him and, and the work is complete, but yeah, it is interesting because Terry wanted to, uh, and this been a couple of days, but, uh, she said, Hey, we need a pot, uh, and then some flowers and all this kind of stuff for the front porch. And so we went and you couldn't, you couldn't find a place to walk. I mean, it was, it's like, and nobody cares about social distancing when they're leaning over trying to get some flowers or a pot. They don't care. And it's just interesting how we pick and choose what we really are focused on. But if you get grocery store, uh, I'll throw in pharmacy there, uh, home improvement, No, everybody's just walking around. Now, some, it also is kind of interesting how, how people uh, try to protect themselves. You have some with masks and gloves. Some with just a mask, no gloves. Some gloves, no mask. And then others that are just, they're not going to wear anything. Um, yeah. It's kind of interesting to see how everybody tries to protect themselves from that. But, uh, yeah, they'll go to a home improvement store in a second. Because, look, I mean, there's all these all these honeydews and all these things you've been putting off. You're stuck at the house, and everybody's like, well, I got to get something. I got to do something, you know? Yeah. Um, and so everybody seems to be planting. But, uh, it, yeah, the pictures look good. And so you and Adler both, Helmsy, have done well uh, here uh, during – the uh, the quarantining uh, so far, and then now we have uh, baby Adler uh, just days away. I mean, and it's real. It's so real. Adler and your life is about to change, and Kevin and Franklin are not going to know what happened. Buddy, I mean, the dogs are about to be pretty much dead to me, but that's fine. <laughs> you can't say that, Adler. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is 25 minutes to the top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show's kickoff hour. We thank you for being a part of the Rick and Bubba Army, the Rick and Bubba family, some of the greatest radio stations in this country, bold enough to call Rick and Bubba home. We thank all of the program directors, board ops, producers, decision makers. Thank you for trusting the Rick and Bubba Show, especially during this time. 
Don't forget, we've always got that YouTube option. Uh, Adler and Stretch Armstrong working hard every single day to provide the YouTube show live in HD. You got Blaze TV, you got your podcast, you got your TuneIn app, iHeartRadio. You've got so many ways uh, to watch or listen to the show, but thank you uh, for bringing us into your world every single day. Let's bring in the other guys. They are zooming from the house. Uh, and, uh, guys, you know, it was, it was funny because today on Fox and friends, I, they were, they were talking about, you know, of course, COVID-19 and actually one of the anchors was bold enough to bring up football. Uh, and, uh, the reason why they brought up football and, and they were like, man, I hope things work out by then is because the Patriots were in the news for, uh, offering up their plane, uh, to, uh, return from China with some, uh, COVID-19 N95 masks. And uh, they they started a little bit of a football you know conversation and stuff. Uh, and I see here where Alabama coach Nick Saban uh, is in the news because he doesn't believe extended preseason camp for college football teams around the country is necessary. Uh, the best way to get them ready for the season, he says, is uh, they they need to be teaching uh, sessions on the field over the summer to prepare for the camp, even if it's in shorts and t-shirts. He said that. Uh, the pandemic led to the cancellation of, of course, all the spring practices, including football practice across the nation. But he's not sold on the idea of extending fall camp. He said if you look at the stats historically on concussions, injuries, the most concentrated time that you practice and not play is in the fall. He said so if you have more practices, you have to spend more time on the field. So he says I don't think that increasing that is going to be beneficial to getting people ready to play he says he thinks you could do um, simulated training programs in the summertime that wouldn't involve that much contact or even any contact that would just be as beneficial at that point to getting the key the, t- the team ready uh, he says in the meantime he uh, he's uh, still doing a 7 30 a.m meeting with his staff online stuff and you know is is of course king and part of the afternoon uh, are devoted to video conferences and phone calls with recruits. He said so he is really pushing forward with what they're doing, but they're having to adjust to everything being online. And I thought that was kind of interesting commentary on his part. So he's saying instead of, I guess when everything turns up, instead of saying let me start your camp earlier, just do this and then just start camp at the normal time. Right. Yeah, yeah. He, he feels like that he can still get – uh, a lot of stuff done uh, through video sessions and conferences and, and simulations online uh, he, and, and teaching online because that's the biggest part is getting the kids ready, you know, as far as schemes and different things. He feels like they won't be that far behind. Uh, and also, if you limit practice time on the field, which is going to happen, then, of course, it limits injury uh, and concussions and other things. But he feels like he can still get the team ready. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense, you yeah. know, and, and like I say, you, it's a game changer how we do things now. you got to adapt. Yeah, yeah. So really right now he's focused on really extra teaching time is more important than trying to find more field time. Uh, let's yeah. keep everything the way it is and let us just keep teaching online and then we'll be ready. Yeah, that makes sense. I think the uh, – and this is – that's a – I love that story. I didn't know that was out there, but it, here's the problem they have. The NCAA has you got over 130 college football teams in Division One, over 700 college football teams in general across 49 states. Not all of them have the resources that Alabama does. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and Ohio State, and so where it goes back to that. Hey, what? 
is it fair for them to be doing things and these other teams not? And, and I'm not going to get into that debate. Uh, but um, those are the type questions. You know, you, people are talk, comparing the NFL and college football, and they really need to stop because it's a different animal. You're, mm-hmm. you're talking about, you know, 32 NFL teams versus 800 um, college football teams across 49 states. Mm-hmm. It's a, and, and which most of the sports programs in those colleges and universities require football to even happen and be successful right. or nothing else matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so a lot of interesting discussion going on right now with, do we do, do we go to a nine game season? Do we push this thing into spring? Do we, do we start in November play November, December, take a Christmas break, come back and finish the season and do the playoff in spring. It's all, but how would that work as far as students? And it's, there are some interesting discussions going on with different scenarios on how to make college football work. Because quite frankly, if you do, if you don't do it this year, you're going to have universities that don't survive. Their, their athletic programs do not survive. Yeah, that funds it. It funds the whole program. But, you know, you're right. And But now as far as, like you're talking about, they don't have the resources out of them. I got that. But in just normal everyday, facilities-wise, the bigger ones are going to have, they have an advantage anyway. Yeah. I agree. See, I go with that argument, too. They have I, to be that's just other people. don't have. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with that 100%. I, I feel the same way when you start talking about paying athletes. Um but that's that is a discussion that they're having right now amongst ADs. Yeah, and I would assume – most football programs, as far as how they communicate with players, and, <clears throat> and I don't really know the ins and outs of the football side, but I would think each program has almost like their own little portal where a player has an ID or something and can kind of get into that portal and see online information. I, I think one thing that might help as far as facilities go is that most programs do have online. So I yeah. guess a lot of the teaching online can be done uh, to get these kids ready because, you know, the X's and the O's and, hey, we got a new coordinator in, I got a new coach, I got a new scheme I got to learn. If you're not teaching, then it, it's tough to, to really get them ready. You know what I'm saying? So, so when you touch when – when the cleats hit the dirt uh, or the, uh, the, <laughs> the, uh, the artificial field or whatever, you really want the kids to know everything. So that way you can use that time wisely. And so that's what Saban is saying – Hey, I don't want more field time. I want more teaching time, and then I can have them ready for the field when when it's time. Yeah, he doesn't need any more contact because he said in the fall they have enough anyway. Exactly. Uh, another coach that's making the news in the college world is our our buddy Mike Leach at Mississippi State. Uh, he's in trouble now. He's another he's another good Twitter follower. Uh, yeah. If if uh, you are out there and looking for somebody that's pretty interesting to follow. He is a he is a a good follow uh, or say should say sometimes funny, but he's apologized on social media and now has deleted a tweet after he drew uh, it drew criticism from even his own players and an assistant professor at the school uh, of Mississippi State. Uh, the outspoken coach Wednesday night tweeted a picture depicting an elderly woman knitting. The Clarion Ledger in Jackson, Mississippi, reported the caption read: "After two weeks of quarantine with her husband." Uh, she decided to knit him a scarf, but the picture showed her knitting a noose with a hangsman knot around uh, already tied, uh, and so he's getting heat because of the noose. It had more than 4,000 likes on Thursday uh, morning, uh, but several players responded with uh, the face palm and raised eyebrow emojis and a, um, a, a few other comments, and so that has drawn a lot of criticism, so now He's had to delete the tweet and apologize. 
you know, in today's world, you know, I guess I, I get it. You, you know, in today's world, probably not wise, but I don't know. I, I don't know what to say about it. It's, it's tough. That's, that's an area where it is tough to say anything about it. It's obvious that he was saying, Hey, spending this much time quarantined with my spouse, you know, that, that was what he was trying to say. Uh, instead of, we, you know, it's like, we, I mean, news, not again, to, like I say, in today's world, you just, I guess you're asking for trouble if you do that, even though his intention was because it's going to be tied to racism is what they're going to say. Exactly. And that, and that was not his intent. No, no, it was it not at all. It was not his intent, but, uh, you know, anything with uh, a noose, I guess you need to just say, Hey, look, that category is, is out. Uh, I'm, I'm going to stay away from it. Uh, and so, um, he has had to delete it and apologize saying that, you know, Hey, I meant nothing by that. Sorry. Uh, but that's some of the college news as we get ready to see what happens through the summer and some decisions that the NCAA has to make when it comes to football uh, in the NFL. We've talked about it, and it's it's real, and uh, we'll have to see how all that plays out. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Rick and Bubba join us in about 15 minutes or so. You're listening to the kickoff hour here on the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is 10 minutes, leaning on uh, 9 minutes till top of the hour. It is the Rick and Bubba Show, and the kickoff hour is live. Rick uh, joins us in studio next uh, segment, Bubba from his Zoom studio uh, at home, and so we are rolling. Helmsy, Greg, they're Zooming from the house. Adler is switching and Zooming as well, so the staff is live, and uh, we are here for you. Nobody is sick. Nobody has COVID-19. We're just taking precautions in case someone does get dirty, as we call it, uh, then uh, and others are clean, uh, and we can continue the show. All right, uh, so as uh, we move on, we've got a lot to discuss. Uh, one big thing this, this week was that uh, it was April Fool's week. Uh, two days ago, it was April Fool's Day. And we talked about how Rick got us. He, he sent a, the staff a uh, our, yeah. our group text message and said, hey, I'm going down. I got a fever, blah, blah, blah. And for about, what would you guys say, maybe 20 seconds, uh, we went into full-blown, oh, my goodness, what are we going to do mode? You remember? Oh, yeah, he got us. We fell for it. Yeah. It didn't last long. Somebody threw April Fools out pretty quick, but mm-hmm. it was it was a pretty intense, about 10, 15 seconds. Right. It, do you have my microphone? I do. I was just <laughs> about to. What are doing? If it had a cord and was hooked into something, it'd really work. Yeah, yeah, but it looks very professional. I like what you're doing. Yeah, thank you. Uh, he's hold, uh, if you can't see it, Greg's holding a microphone that's not connected, just to so it so it looks like he's coming live. Um, but he wasn't the only one that tried to pull an April Fool's prank. Uh, did you see the newspaper in Oklahoma that's actually had to apologize now uh, because they went so far as to publish a story in the newspaper uh, that said uh, that school district that they represent. Uh, is going to have uh, a full uh, year that everybody's going to have to repeat the year next school year uh, of the grade level they're in 
because uh, that area is provided to a full education and nothing's going to change that. And it threw everybody into a panic. All schools in the state, uh, of course, just freaked out because they're like, wait a minute, my kid's going to have to repeat the grade level they're in now again next year. And uh, they went with it. But now, because of the uproar, they've had to retract the story and apologize. Uh, not a great time for a joke, but I got to admit, that's a good one. Yeah. In hindsight, they said publishing the story was a mistake and a joke uh, <laughs> and a joke that was not funny to a lot of uh, anxious parents and teachers who are dealing with preparing for uh, distant uh, distance learning, I should say, next week. I guess that starts next week. We sincerely apologize for any grief, grief or stress, uh, stress the story may have caused. Uh, and uh, the joke story was published on Facebook, but uh, has also since been deleted there too. Uh, so they're like, hey, that's on us. We apologize. We're going to start this social distancing class, virtual class deal next week, and I know everybody's trying to get prepared for that, and we went too far with it. We're sorry. Completely over the line. Yeah, Completely. yeah. I look, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm probably a fuddy-dud when it comes to things like this. I'm not a big April Fool's guy. Mm-hmm. The thing Rick did the other day really bothered me. Right. I mean, it really did. Because for two minutes, I was in a panic. Yeah. And uh, whether he wants to believe it or not, we were all caring about him, too. I know we were being selfish <laughs> as well, but – we were concerned, and I completely against April Fools. I'm not a fan. I believe this ended up being one of those when you do it, and then the reaction you look at your buddy and go, "Ooh, mm-hmm. wow, it really took off more." I thought maybe some people would would realize it early, but now we've turned the whole town upside down. Mm-hmm. See, that has this feel about it when yeah. it, everybody just took it hook, line, and sinker, and yeah. then it just snowballed from there. Yeah, yeah, they didn't think it would get this reaction. Everybody, I think, like you're saying, they probably thought, "Oh, everybody knows I'm kidding." They won't believe this story. And then everybody started freaking out, and they're like, oh, boy, we're off in it now. I told you the story the time, you know, like I'm talking about a prank that gets out of hand. The time we made that fake look like doo-doo out of mud and put it in the bathroom at work. That's awesome, we Greg. Thought, we thought that was going to be funny enough until they threw it in the commode and it clawed the commode up and flooded the bathroom. <laughs> we didn't count on that part, you know. <laughs> yeah, it didn't go, well, it didn't go quite like I thought it would, you know. Wow, so we now we're we, we're in the handle now. <laughs> yeah, wow. Bathroom's flooded. <laughs> yeah, this was a joke here, guys. <laughs> we didn't mean for that. Uh JC came up to me every now and then that he'll be like, you know, any of the boys, hey dad, did you see this? And um uh, and I'm like, you know, hey, yeah, we talked about it this morning or or whatever, but this one I had not seen. It was uh, on April Fool's Day. All right, maybe no, maybe it was yesterday morning. I can't remember when it was, but he said, Dad, this is an April Fool's prank that a dad played on three of his daughters. And I guess the dad said that, hey, school's back in session. Uh, and it showed him filming the, the, the girls standing out in front of his house out by the mailbox with their backpacks. It looked like they were holding their lunch boxes and, and everything. And uh, That's on Skype if you want it, Speedy. That's on Skype right. if you want it. All right, here we go. This is good. Can you tell me the date? <laughs> so all the girls were standing out in the front yard waiting on the school bus and he was asking the girls what day it was and then it hit them wait a minute it's april fool's day and i mean they were dressed you could tell they had showers hair did everything uh and and then they realized wait a minute 
wait a minute, it's April Fool's Day, and then they run back inside screaming, I hate you, Dad. Now, that's taking it far. It is. I mean, I mean, letting it get that far that they're outstanding in the yard. Of yeah. course, in my mind, they faked it, but maybe they did. Right. Now, I could tell from the girls either they're really good. I mean, they, they're really good at, at acting it out, but you could tell they were like, oh, my gosh, I cannot believe this. Uh, but probably there was a touch of excitement, too, that, hey, we don't have school. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, fought, I fought everything everything not to get the boys after rick got us i was going to try to get them my boys and i i I didn't because of what helmsy was saying i just really don't get into that but i really really wanted to try to see if they would take it and because i'm i'm on them so much because i've told my boys because that's the reason why i'm i am i'm patient zero here because the audience voted that because of my kids i'm going to get it yeah and i've always told them i'm like the staff your mom your dad were only as good as you so, I mean, you got to take care of yourself. Let's take this serious. So if I would have sent that, that would have thrown them into a tizzy. Uh, so I, I wanted to, but I did. You were tempted. You had to be tempted. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so are y'all starting to get cabin fever? Are you going out any? Have you ventured? I know grocery store or home improvement or something. Helmsy, I know you've been laying sod, so you're ready for a day probably to chill. And Adler, I know you've been laying that walkway uh, back – to where you're going to keep your dogs, but other than that, are y'all are y'all getting stir crazy? Uh, yeah, I'll say this. Yesterday, I actually had several uh, folks stopping by, dropping things off, and and it, if I've gone a few days without really seeing anybody other than my family and you guys here, and so I mean, it was it was nice to kind of wave and say hey to the UPS man, and um, and then. And, Late yesterday afternoon, Bill Bubba Bussy brought by some things to the house, but he would not come close to me, which was funny to me because he pulled up top. He said, hey, listen, I'm not, I, I'm, I don't want to get too close or whatever. He pulls up to the top of the, uh, the driveway. He gets out of his car to hand me the boxes that you, for you guys. He's wearing blue rubber gloves. Okay, don't miss that. He doesn't, he doesn't come within about 12, 16 feet, throws me the boxes, Okay, I have to catch them, which was fine. I got great hands, and uh, we made sure that happened. And then Greg came by and picked up the boxes, and we didn't get too close, but it was great to see everybody. Good. We'll talk more about that. I want to get more detail on that. Rick and Bubba, join us next. Don't go anywhere. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. We are glad that you are here. It is six minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba show continues. Uh, a lot of you have already been here for the kickoff hour. Hope you enjoyed that. If not, know that's available to you uh, on America's greatest radio stations, our TuneIn app, our, our podcast archives, our YouTube channel. Uh, all available to you on the kickoff hour. Uh, all right, so let's, uh, that's when Speedy, Greg, and Hams hang out without yours truly and Bubba. Uh, this hour starts with the national anthem. Uh, Jordan Sparks has this covered. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what's so perfect? At the twilight's last gleaming 
whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watch were so gallantly streamed. Eight and a half minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us. Uh, you can reach us around the country uh, and around the world at 866-WE-BE-BIG. We thank you for being with us. However you are consuming this Rick and Bubba content, we are glad that you are here. Speedy and Stretch and I are at the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport and all across uh, our home state of Sweet Home, Alabama. Uh, Bubba, uh, the real Greg Burgess and Helmsy and Adler, all quarantined in their homes and set up as best they can to join us via Zoom. We also have a Comrex uh, option if we need it from uh, from Bubba. So uh, let's uh, go ahead and bring him in here. Uh, most of you probably know him best as the Silver Tongue One, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year. The inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussy! Bubba, how are you? Rick, I'm doing great. I hope you're doing well. Uh, I'm coming to you this morning from the broadcasting closet, and uh, as I have changed locations here slightly, and... uh, when I say closet, I mean closet. Yeah, yeah, you do. And I can tell you, you're just a little more apprehensive, not as bold as you were uh, at Radio Free Bubba. Just a, a well, little, I, not I sure was trying to. Uh, well, not sure of itself.
Going down swinging, Bubba. Going down swinging. How about it? I'm How good. are you, sir? Yeah, we were we were talking about, you know, you've changed locations um, uh, because I think you had to fight a critter or something like that. And uh, Yeah, uh, I've moved to the pandemic closet now. Right. Uh, deep, deep in the uh in the bunker. So uh we we're 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 moving around having to handle some issues. We're trying to make it all happen. Yeah, it was and you you know, you had it just like you liked it in, in Radio Free Bubba. <laughs> I mean, it was just I mean <laughs> I mean, just, I mean, could have been any more like you like it. Well, let me ask you this. How's the video this morning? How are we looking? Uh, eh. I mean, it's as good as, I mean, uh, I, I'm going to tell you right now on the video, uh, looking, I, I can't see Greg. I don't know where he is. Uh, looking at my various video options. Um, I, it looks like Helmsy is the best lit today. Yeah. I've got some lighting issues here. There's no doubt. Uh, I was trying to put something together. I have a flashlight here. Uh, it's my, you know, my DeWalt right, flashlight, yeah. uh, yeah. and it, it's not going to last a long time, but I can, uh, I can bounce a little. There you go. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, that, that may make it a little bit. Yeah, better. that is, that is better. And, uh, that is I've better. got the, I've got some of these little battery, uh, stick up lights, like you use in a toolbox or something. Yeah. And you know, they're real bright, yeah, but it's yeah, only going to yeah. last for about 10 minutes. So, <laughs> you know, I, I can put that up there too. But. Uh, yeah, that one, I don't know. Uh, that, that, yeah, there you go. That's the best look right there. Uh, no, there, there you go. The one with that. Yeah. That, what about this? One? Uh, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> that looks like they're, you're about to have to get out and walk a straight line for the law. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we call the horror shot. Yeah. That has that look like Mr. Bussy. Why are you sitting here in the car on the side of the road? Uh, so, uh, but it's fine. I mean, it look, it's, it's nothing, nothing, you know, it, it, is it radio free bubble? It's not, but is it, is it fine? It is absolutely fine. Well, I'm using a, a different computer to, uh, to do this on. And if I need to go to the one I was using, which is a laptop, I can, no, but, no, uh, it's, it's not to that play. And, and the sound is fine. Audio is fine. So, uh, so it, it looks fantastic. Uh, so yeah, we're going to lose this light here. I'll have to cut it on and off during segments. It ain't going to make it too long, okay. but we'll give it a shot. Yeah. So uh, Helmsy, have you got your, your situation a little more comfortable yesterday? See, anytime one of the members moves from where they were to a new place, we have to now reestablish. And I knew you had to make some adjustments yesterday. I did. I have made some adjustments and I'm more comfortable. I'm in the same spot, but I'm just, I got a, I brought a desk in here. I sent y'all some pictures and it looked ridiculous. Yeah, but I, I've got a, I've got a desk. I've got more room. I'm not, I'm claustrophobic as it is, and I'm not as close to the wall. I've got me a nice little swivel chair. <laughs> I'm fired up, and ready to go today. Yeah. So, what, what about the? Where's Jack State? I don't see him on on on, on my options. Where, where is Jack State? Yeah, yeah. Greg, I, I Greg just sent con- a text message and said he did not get the link. Greg yeah, said I, texted. I, I just sent it to him. Uh, it came from a different email address, and I think it is hiding from him. So. Uh, he should join here shortly. Okay. <clears throat> or we could not, or we could just not send it to him. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And Adler, I've noticed that, uh, you know, a tremendous amount of headroom there for, with you today. I mean, but we, uh, but we, but, but you got to see the guitar. Yeah, right? yeah. I got to show off my guitar. Yeah, I see. I see that. You know why don't you? Cause you're a rocker. Yeah. That's Here, right. I can match Greg today. How you like that, Rick? Yeah. Uh, the, There's the, Coach there. He's coming in. Yeah. I, 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 I say, oh, oh, oh. oh, there you go, Bubba. That's funny. That's, that's funny. That's good. That is good. I wish those backgrounds would get, still leave your ears. That's my only yeah, thing. I, that I, I, yeah. Well, yeah. it's because we're not lighting it properly. We, you know, it, 
Look, we're uh, we're in our first week of trying to do the radio show remotely. <laughs> yeah. in the TV part. No, it's it's look, guys. The things we're talking about now are are secondary issues. Sure. I mean, we we've got the main thing. The mm-hmm. show's rocking. We're talking. Everybody sounds good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it it's fine. It, it it's spawning its own level of interesting, uh, you know, content of of life in quarantine and trying to make it happen for all these different rooms. I'm glad we're living in a time we got the technology we can do it. There was a time when what we're doing right now would have been too bad, so sad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's been over. Uh, we'll uh, we'll be back 15 minutes past the hour. Uh, we'll, we'll unpack the day, update you on the things you need to be updated on, and uh, take your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. One minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG, your voice of calm and steady, uh, and of course, a time of chaos and uncertainty. It is the pandemic 2020 edition of the Rick and Bubba Show as we continue. Uh, various members spread out across uh, our home state of Sweet Home, Alabama, all joining via Zoom. And uh, we'll, we'll talk um, a number of things today, updates and your phone calls coming in. Um, Bubba, sitting here holding uh, now in our country as far as confirmed cases, and keep in mind we're, we're able, like, I mean, I've, I've talked to a, a friend of ours. They still don't know whether they have uh, coronavirus or not, and it's been 10 days since they've been tested. Uh, and, what a process. Well, what a process. and I know that's getting better. I'm talking, they, they were tested back on the old system. And uh, it was hilarious because I was getting an update. You know, their their son actually tested negative uh, after about five days waiting on his test. Uh, and then uh, it became the concern: okay, if I don't have it, that means I need to go to the hospital for something else because I've got I've got I've got other issues that I, that need to be addressed. But of course, they've stayed quarantined. And so I checked again last night. And he said, "Hey, ten days, still don't know." But at this point. Uh, my wife has gotten better and I'm getting on the other side of it. So it's almost getting to be a moot point by now. Cause we've been quarantined for more than 14 days and we're all getting better. So I, I don't, I guess it'll just be fun to find out whether we had it or not. Yeah. I mean, that, how sad is that? Uh, but again, we, you know, this is something new. We didn't, we didn't even have this test a few months ago. So I, I don't know what else you can do. It's just, uh, you know, pandemics by definition are a big handle for everybody. Yeah. So, well, and the testing, uh, and that's why the numbers are going up quicker. We're now getting, we can get that. We're going to get the results back really, really quick. And as we said, those numbers are going to rise. Uh, we're still a long way from the fear 2.2 million, uh, especially that. And that was just going to be deaths. Uh, as far as just confirmed cases right now for the, uh, for the United States, 245,573. Uh, wow. is, is the latest number. But I saw uh, someone, uh, one of the guys uh, on the various interviews that you watch, and, and we, Sherry and I have limited ourselves to a half hour of, uh, of, <laughs> of update on pandemic. We will not, we will not exceed a half hour. Uh, That's great. Because it just, great. It, it just gets, it get, you just, and, and when it, once it starts getting repetitive, because in 30 minutes you can know where we are. After that it just becomes people posturing for political reasons or hey i think i'm going to say the same thing the host before me said just in a different way and uh, and you know i think we're at the point where we're understanding you know the situation we're in and it is the and, and, and a lot of people are talking about which we talked about early on uh the big question is the balance of uh saving lives versus saving the country 
uh, and uh, and that balance is out there. I I, I heard uh, the analogy last night that was a good one. Is you know we, we've got to we've got to be sure at the end of all this that the patient the patient the ultimate patient doesn't die, and that's the United States of America. Uh, and so um, and and trying to figure that balance out. But what what this uh, this uh, particular person said, remember. Because you know, you, according to, to who you're listening to and you're watching, you know everything becomes ag- agenda driven, and oh, some yeah, and sure, some some people sure. are trying to give you a keep your head keep your head up. We're going to get there. Uh, let's look at the good news of some things not being as bad as we feared they would be. And he goes, then there's people that if it's, all they want you to think is this, it, it's gloom and doom, and it's all over. And he says, so you have to know things. He said, certainly you don't like that number. He said, but you have to remember that we have over three hundred and thirty something million people here. You know, when you look at Italy and you look at Spain and you look at Germany, the per capita, you got to take per capita. He goes, really, per capita, we're about where Germany is. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, because and he said, keep in mind right now, three people for every million people are sick. And uh, he said, so, you, you know, or, or have died, not mm-hmm, sick, mm-hmm. but have died. He said, so keep, keep that, keep that in the front, in front, you know, and out there in the front. Every mm-hmm. single life is precious. Yeah. But you, you got to keep all this in perspective as we've tried to talk about all along. But that doesn't mean that we should stop doing what we're doing. Nobody's saying that. But there, but, but when we get to the – we're going to get to the point, as we all have talked about, where we as a nation are going to have to make some difficult decisions like generations have had to make difficult decisions in the past. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, like I said, it kind of goes back to it's our first pandemic, you know, mm-hmm. so we're, we're learning how to do it, and hopefully we'll never have to – Food with all this again. Well, I was looking at the worldwide numbers, uh, Rick, over 1 million cases now, 52,800 deaths. Again, that's worldwide. Mm-hmm. But if you're one of those or affected by sure. one of those, it's, it's very painful. Uh, I know we, we had Chris Tomlin on uh, the podcast, Rick and Bubba University, yesterday. And he said that he had a, a very good friend of his, uh, you know, fairly young and good shape. And he, he got real sick. He made it, but at one point it was touch and go. So yeah. it's affecting a lot of folks. And uh, it's, uh, you know, the finger pointing and, and all of that, it's it's really going to heat up. It's going to be a mess uh, after this. It may be worse than the virus itself. And if that's not enough, I don't know if you've seen in the news, the PPP loan program or what's called the payroll protection plan. Uh, it's supposed to go online today, and it is just—it's a big mess, guys. I, I wish I had a better—I had a better Bubba, report on it, yeah. but it is a disaster. Bubba right and now. I had a conversation about that yesterday, and I mean, we literally—and—I won't say twenty-four hours. It was less than that. In less than twenty-four hours, we thought it was going one way, and we're told it was going another way. I mean, it, it, and so in that is—you know—this is an effort to try to, as we said, there's two <clears> problems going on right now: people are dying, and people are sick. Okay, we got that one. But we got another problem. An economy is dying, uh, and a country is dying uh, long-term, and there's got to be things done to try to be sure. Just as we need you know, medication uh, for the people with coronavirus, we need a prescription for the economy. And, and so when, when people make a move and say, here's the medicine we need for the economy, we, we got we to get on board about that. I mean, I'm not saying that we shoot ready aim. Don't misunderstand me. And I'm not saying – you know, another there's a whole. Then there's topic number three. Be careful what you give up during this time because the government's got you afraid. Mm-hmm. Be careful of that too. But you know, these three things are all working. But when somebody says, "Here's the remedy for the people that are are you know struggling with the pandemic or might be affected by it," 
But over here, we're working a, re- a remedy for the other uh, part that's sick, and that's the economy. Uh, boy, I tell you, we, uh, some of us got to get in that mindset, Bubba, right? I mean, and, and, and the other thing, Rick, and we won't know this till we're down the road, is are we all taking Oxycontin? You know, mm-hmm. is the cure for all of this going to be so uh, uh, addictive, and is it going to wreck the economy so that it won't even function anyway? I don't want to be negative today. That's not my nature. But, uh, you know, we're, we're, we'll run in there now and pass a $2 trillion bill at the drop of a hat. They're already talking about the next one. Oh, I know. And this one hasn't even hit yet. No. So, well, uh, look, everybody can say, you know, somebody do a fart joke. We don't want to be sad. And we certainly are going to uh, try to balance the positive. And, but we want to be truthful, good, bad, and ugly, uh, and then have some fun along the way as well. And, and that balance sometimes can be difficult. But let me tell you what we can't do. We can't take our heads and put it in the sand and say like little children or, or a worse place yeah or, or yeah, right or, and be little children and say i don't want to talk about things that aren't fun i mean we, we're gonna have to talk about some of these things because we as americans uh, have got a we got a lot going on right now and we got to make wise decisions uh because as you just said the the pandemic is an obvious problem but there's some others that may not be as obvious that are just as serious well, let's talk about this PPP program. Yeah, and I wish they named it something else because that sounds like also the acronym for the, all the stuff the medical teams need. <laughs> we'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It's 35 minutes past the hour. As, uh, as we make our way back, uh, our friend Mike Lindell, boy, he's been there. Can, can you believe what, what's hilarious is how in the world has Mike Lindell become controversial? Hey, man, he got up there and, and he was talking and said something about everybody getting, we need to get back into Bible and all this stuff. So, when, look, guys, with everything we got going on, can I tell even those uh, that may not agree with us and they don't see things you know, the way we do, well, that's fine. But I, this is not the time to make Mike Lindell an enemy. I mean, th- th- that's that's the most ridiculous uh, of all of our problems. I assure you, Mike Lindell is not one of them. Uh, but anyway, but we we know the great story. How they have the great product cause products, and uh, and if you never heard Mike Lindell's story, we're going to try to get him on the show again. Uh, great guy, and uh, of course they had to furlough some people too. When when everybody kind of went, oh no, uh, what are we going to do? Our whole economy's being shut down, or most of it. Uh, but then he uh, turned that around, brought those furloughed workers back. And converted them uh, into uh, a production crew that makes uh, the masks that the hospital workers desperately need. They're, they're cranking out like 20,000 of them a day. Uh, and so uh, they're doing that. And, of course, they still have their great products available, too, at MyPillow.com with the promo code Bubba. Go to Radio Specials. Some buy one, get one freeze are there right now. It's a great time to go take advantage of the incredible products that they have, the the pillows, the, the Giza Dream Sheets are buy one, get one free. Uh, you have the flannel options if you if you'd like to have those. There, buy one get one free. Their washcloths and 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 towels, the six piece set, buy one get one free. Mattress topper, which is great, puts the uh, technology of the my pillow now on top of your mattress and enhances it as well, thirty percent off. So go to mypillow.com, look at radio specials, take the promo code Bubba 
or find their link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. Okay, so Bubba, clarify what you were talking about. We'll talk about – I wish we had called these loans something different because now I know medical team <laughs> medical teams need PPEs, and now now the, now the government's trying to allow PPA loans, right? No, PPP. PPP? See, business needs triple, PPP. Triple P? workers need PPE. That's even worse. Can we, can we call it well, something else? And look, let me clarify. When I, I made the reference to drug addiction a minute ago, I was not talking about the drugs they're prescribing for this. Okay. I thought I was very clear that we were talking about the economy. And what I'm talking about is the fact of how addictive it is yep. for our Congress to stand up there and pass money and give it out. Right. Because I mean, we, we, we've passed a, a little over $6 trillion so far, and they're talking about more. And nobody's going to work and nothing has changed. And I don't know. I, I just, I don't know how this story ends. I, I, I don't have the book. I can't flip to the end of it, but the PPP program. And first off, there's some people going, we shouldn't even be bailing out people. This right. is ridiculous. Right. Uh, so anytime you have free government money, you're going to have these kind of problems. I assure you, but uh, it's, uh, it's like everything else. We've got, everybody's pointing a finger at somebody else and, the fact is that those loans applications were supposed to start today. And this is a key part. It's for small businesses. It is for independent contractors. It is for all these, you know, the people who make the country work so they can have money to pay their employees. So they're basically going to pay them to stay at home up to a certain amount. Now, if you're in the higher income, sorry, I think it's capped at 75. I heard one at a hundred. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know, but, the bottom line was to get money to people who are, who are being told to stay at home that had jobs and all of that. And it's a, it's a big pile of money. It's in the billions of dollars. But if you look at uh, the number of small businesses and do a little, you know, math, you, you realize that there's probably not enough to go around. So that, that is supposed to start today. And the whole thing was you were supposed to go and get a form and the banks were going to be the clearinghouse for this. They, the government was going to back it, the Treasury Department. You were going to apply at your bank. It was going to be a very simple loan. And, man, the money was just going to roll out. Well, mm. of course, that's not how it went. Uh, my understanding, Rick, and I'm, I'm just speaking from my uh, negligence on all this and, and because I'm not a banker uh, and not a congressman, but from what I understand, the original bill said that the banks – would actually make some money by passing out government money. Okay. That's how they, they, they phrased it. Right. And it, the bill said up to 4%. Well, a lot of the banks thought it was going to be 4%. Mm -hmm. So 4%, 4, 4% when the, the lending rate is practically zero now is, is a home run. So everybody got excited. Well, when the actual regulations came out, it was a half a percent. So it appeared that some of the banks, the big, the big three, you know, control the majority of the country anyway. So they cooled on it quickly. And, uh, and then, you know, they got, they were getting accused of being greedy and trying to make money on this. And, uh, the Congress was their, their, their interpretation was we're trying to save the country, hand out the money. And we're just giving you a little bit override while you hand it out. Well, the banks are saying, well, that, that sounds good, but uh, we have liability issues here that, one, you said you were going to cover. Now you've taken that back. And, you know, have. Uh oh. I'm hey, Bubba, we're losing you, buddy. 
800 application. Well, it's, it's, you're clicking over there. It, well, no, okay. it, 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 okay. you were okay, freezing up. Audio and video was freezing up. All right, yeah, well, they probably don't want this out. You know, the, the deep state. Yeah, I must say, if uh, it was a, it was a really, really weird timing that right when you were explaining exactly what's going on, really very well. Let me commend you for that. Uh, all of a sudden, you froze as if someone was trying to stop you. But go ahead. Well, uh, yeah. I but understand. last, here's where, here's it's where, funny, here's, it, here's funny where, how that always happens, isn't it? Yeah, here's where you froze, and you were at the point where the banks thought it was going to be. You, you explained that four percent. They found out it was half right. a percent. And then the government's like, we're trying to stay, uh, save the country. Just hand it out. At least you're getting a half a percent. And some of the banks were saying, no, no, it, 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 a half a percent's not enough. And then you were trying to explain why the banks didn't want, were starting to reject it. But then, well, and then you in, froze in the up. initial initial bill too, they thought they were told there would be no liability. That's the part on yeah. the on the bank's level. Well, when the regs come out, it they did have liability to it. So you know, you can be a small bank and have you know eight or nine hundred applications coming in and you got four loan officers. Well, you can't, you can't verify all that stuff. You can't get it done in time. And, th- and the process was supposed to be just run it right through, run it right through. And, and am I locking up again? No, because you're I, fine. No, you're fine. Okay. You still hear me? Yeah. Uh, so it, it looked like the, uh, the other issue was liquidity because, uh, the vast number of this is just going to empty the banks and the government is saying, but it's our money. We're going to, you know, you're giving away our money, but the banks are going, well, you, it's going to take you time to pay us back. So it's actually our money. Uh, now let me and, clarify with everybody. It's actually our money. Yeah. But, yeah. But, it's but, actually but our taxpayer yeah, money. It's to tax with, dollars. So. That money doesn't belong to, I tell you, it belongs to the people, but go ahead. So, so you, you got a, you got what we have here. We call a cluster. I mean, yeah. you've got, uh, you've got people, uh, in, in elected officials and in the government going past the money out, you're being greedy and you've got banks going, you're not getting us the money to pass out. It's really not about the percent it's liquidity issues and liability issues. So again, when you try to give away $2.2 trillion, and streamline a process to do that. I mean, it's just a nightmare. You can imagine. So I don't know that there's any good guys or bad guys in this. It's just a mess. Now let me let me now be the, you know, the 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 Debbie Downer. We and I know it's, it may not be exactly the same thing. Okay, and I understand that it may not be apples and apples. But I know that we all, Rick included, have been very very um, uh, cavalier and and very bold when we've said, well, you look back at the Great Depression. All FDR did was extend it. He, he, if he did just, if he did just let the free market work and let everything work, they'd come out of it quicker than they did. And he started all these government programs and started all this. And that's when we left the constitution and he and her, he and Hoover were, were the reason why we no longer stay inside the constitution. And, right. and the reason why we're in the mess we're in and in the depression, if he did just, if they hadn't done all that government program stuff, all they did was extend it. Uh, do, are we, are we going to be held to that same standard one day? Well, you know, the difference, I think this time, Rick, and again, I'm, I'm not an expert on this. I, I ran a lemonade stand one time. That's about the end of my right, right. Uh, you know, qualifications. Um, but the Great Depression was a financial problem that yeah. the growth of our country got, got to a point where, you know, it was teetering and, and we got ahead of ourselves a little bit. But this, this one, we had a great economy. The, the, the underlying things with our economy was solid. Everything was clicking. 
we quit for a medical reason. We just stopped. Yeah. We just, we just slammed the brakes on. We did a power slide and now we're trying to figure out how to help the people who were affected by that. I think, and, and they're going to, you know, I think that this, what we've done has helped this, but as even governor Cuomo was talking about the other day, when the next time this comes along, I don't think they'll do a complete stop of the economy because it, 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 now we've had a medical quag and we've turned it into a financial quag and it's just, you know, well, it, it, one problem starts another. Yeah. Well, and plus, and there's no way to know, you just have to be very, very careful with all of this because you can see without even trying to see, you're starting to hear some of these people that said, these are some of the things I've always wanted, politicians and, and big government people. I don't care if they have an R or a D by their name. And they're all saying, well, you know, we need to be thinking, you know, maybe we don't need to be sitting in this situation again. And, you know, maybe the government needs to be more involved in everything. And, you know, the central government, you know, going forward, but we need to leave some of these things in the way they are going forward. And, you know, we, we got to be real, real smart here. Uh, I'm talking about for the future. We got to be very, very smart here. Well, we got we got to get through this medical problem, and then we've got to reclaim our our liberty. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so, what I would say is, don't allow anybody to drive any stakes in the ground. Make everything temporary, and don't let anybody get in here and make something. This is the way it's going to be forever and ever. Amen. Can Keep- we put a PPP loan on the wheel today? <laughs> Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. It is eight minutes to the top of the hour, the first phone troll of the day. And uh, we'll bring those in at 30 seconds a pop. Largest number of people in the shortest amount of time. A long distance, directory assistance. Eric, go to 212. I say, hey, hey, mama, this is Mr. Rhythm and Blues. Uh, lines are available. Uh, Speedy's got a timeout. So does Bubba. Bubba, you're just going to have to make noise. Because if I look at the camera I need to look at and I'm looking at the phones, I can't see you doing that. So that won't do it. You have to say something. Uh, so uh, 30 seconds to pop. At the end of 30 seconds, you hear this. Your time on the program comes to a close. Stretch Armstrong takes your phone calls, and lines are available. So if you move right now, you definitely will get in. Speedy has one timeout. So does Bubba. Unless, Hems, Hems you could you could holler too, I guess. I won't, I won't be able to see you guys, but y'all have to holler. Yeah. All right, so yeah, I, I can let you know. Allah. All right, so Hams, you got it, and so does Speedy. I mean, so does Bubba. But y'all, Come out. The, uh, Greg, you don't have one. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't have one. By the way, if you're wondering uh, on today's program, uh, it, we have made it to the end of the week, uh, and we have not spun the wheel of meat. So the wheel of meat will spin at some point on the program today, and we still have toilet paper on the wheel, even though toilet paper supplies are starting to inch up a little bit, they're still pretty bad. Uh, so we'll, um, we'll, we'll try to uh, give away a couple of rolls if you can land on that today. Let's start with, uh, with Tommy in Tupelo, Mississippi. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones Keep them trolling. trolling. Here we come, phone trolling. Go troll. <laughs> Tommy in Tupelo, Mississippi. Go hey. ahead. Yep. Hey, guys. Uh, Mississippi just shut down, uh, the governor just shut down the state effective today. Uh, why do you think Kay Ivius, uh kind of lagging behind on that well first of all i don't really understand what do they mean shut it down what else would shut down if they still have curbside service available and essential stuff still going what would be different think, than what we're already doing i think it i think it gives the law enforcement uh the opportunity to uh you know enforce 
All right, so I, I guess what yeah, I think I think it's just another level, Rick. You know, that's why we all got those passes so we could get to work. Yeah. You know that level. Well, I, I guess so. What it what that means? He 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 kind of he couldn't get his meter working. But what 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 that means is now if I see you at a park and you're all bunched together, mm-hmm. I have the authority to say get out of the, separate and go home. Is yeah, that, is that all yeah, that means? Yeah, I, I think a lot of this stuff that you you see, there's still a lot of gatherings going on and. uh you know, they're just, they're just going to break them up. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know that we're going to roadblocks yet, but, uh, you know, I hope we don't get to that point. Yeah. I was just, yeah. And I guess that is the difference because the difference, because right now everybody is quarantined at home and you can go to the grocery store to get supplies in and out. Um, and you can do curbside pickup for, for food from restaurants. And that's all we're doing right now anyway. But well, I, I think- there's a lot of people out there. I mean, it's not as much as it used to be, but when I had to drop the equipment off at Ham's yesterday, uh, there was still a lot of people out there. I mean, that, that can't be everybody going to the grocery store. Yeah. Well, that I the home the improvement big question, store. Rick, is why is she not responding to these questions? Uh, people are kind of concerned about, okay, why are our bordering states done this and we have it? And maybe she's answered that question at this point, but I haven't heard it. Well, I've, I've received, and, and it hasn't happened yet, I've, I've gotten a text from people that should know three times, three different over the last two weeks, all saying, hey, tomorrow Alabama is going to go along with, with and, and, yeah. then, and, then I, and then I get up expecting that to happen, and it doesn't happen. Right. And they're all, say, well, they're all saying it's about to, and, and I don't, again, maybe, maybe it's not deemed as necessary. I don't know. Look, I, I think for, I, I'm going to give the governor the benefit of the doubt here. I, I think when you start giving those commands, uh, you know, you, you want people to have all the freedom they can. And I think she's just, you know, being very careful about giving that because that's, I mean, you're, you're up in the ante when you do that. Yeah. I mean, like some people driving around, I'm not, I'm not hurting anybody if I get in my car and drive around cause I've got to get out of the house and just go drive around and stay in my car. I'm not, I'm not hurting anybody. Uh, and you know, you're right. It, at some point, you, you know, you go, okay, can we, can we, can we keep some form of a civil liberty? Maybe, maybe just, just some, uh, and I know that you say, I know our, we all desire for the great government to come in and make sure everybody acts the way they're supposed to act. You better be real careful with that kind of attitude. Yeah. We, we, yeah. Yeah, we continue. Let's it's, get, it's hard to get them off of that yeah. after they start oh, buddy, like when, everything else going on. Let me tell you what the government is. The government's that dog that you should have never fed. And you put food out one day on your back porch and that son of a gun comes every day now. And and yeah. all, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, he thinks this is the way it's always going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, let's go to Josh and Gadsden, Z ninety three. Josh, thirty seconds. Go ahead. Hey, morning, guys. Green Acres. Thanks for the call, buddy. Yeah, Morgan. Hey, just a uh, quick question for you guys. I hadn't heard Helmsy talk about astronomy anymore. Is it done? Are we done with that? Uh, <laughs> you you look, looking at stars? Are you still looking? At, he's talking about your telescope, and all that. Oh yeah, we got it. We got it out. Now the weather hadn't cooperated, but oh yeah, Papa Smurf's been out and about, my friends. <laughs> Let's continue. It, anything you can do at home, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, Cameron. Yeah, Helms. I I bust out that uh, Star Tracker app that you told me about, Helmsy. I I bust that out all the time. I looked at Venus last night. Look Ooh. at you, Cameron in Alabama. Cameron, go ahead. Thirty seconds. Uh, yeah, I was wondering if Bubba remembers uh, being in. Coosa County, Alabama, and getting hemmed up in a hydraulic shooting house and had to have somebody go up and get him down. Oh, yes, I did very, very much. How do you forget that? You know, when the escape hatch is, uh, there, there's a ladder on the arm of this thing, and but you can't get out the window to get on it. 
Right, let's yeah, get the big hydraulic uh, shooting house. It, it's like you get in and it carries you up in the air. Yeah, yeah. And I, I uh, got this. up there and it wouldn't come down. I remember this. We did that screw in the air. <laughs> Ryan in Alabama. Yeah. Ryan, welcome to the program. Go ahead. Thirty seconds. Hey, what's up? Wish guys? I was what's in it right now. Yeah. yeah. Hey, what's up, buddy? Hey, this is Romeo. I just wanted to say hey to you guys, man. I'm totally amazed by the wisdom God has given you guys over the years, man. Y'all been a blessing in my life. I want you to know that for 25 years. I love y'all. I don't want to tell Bubba everything's going to be okay. That's why I gave you that book, Bubba. You read the last page. God will heal our land. We we know sometimes we get too far tied up into our sports and this and that, and we forget, forget about God. Passover is coming up uh, April the 9th through the 16th. Y'all be praying. Tell everybody to get right with the Lord. Yeah, we've been doing that, and that's really the, the main thing. But somebody sent this the other day, and may sent it to all of you, said, okay, let me get this right. So this year we're going to all remember the Passover Inside our homes, trying to avoid a plague. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 hey, how about this? Here's the question: Do you have the lamb's blood over your doorpost? Mm. That's right. Because you it better go- have it over. That's right. Because because the angel of death is coming. And look, uh, I, look, we all know it's Jesus's blood now. But I, I'll be honest with you: We've all thought about, hey, would a, would a little lamb's blood help? I mean, would it hurt? You know what I mean? <laughs> no extra coat up there. <laughs> we'll come back. Top of the hour, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. We'll get to some more of your phone calls before the day uh, is done. Uh, we have a, a lot to cover. We also have a, a speaking of um, all these, anytime that we get stressed like this, may it lead to a great awakening, and we'll, we'll talk to one of our pastors about something they're doing next hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.